0: Morning, Bucknutters. It is Thursday, February 4th, 2021. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning Five and Change. Joined as always on Thursdays by Steve Wolfong, Director of Recruiting for 24-7 Sports. Steve, you hustled home from Nashville after National Signing Day. How are you feeling this morning?
1: I got a smoothie in hand. I'm a little tired. My stomach hurts. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm just ready to get to vacation starting on Super Bowl Sunday.
0: Yeah, I understand. This is the end of the school year in a lot of ways for Mr. Wolfong. So he is soldiering through for us. Ohio State finished with a great class, number two to Alabama. We've talked about it for over a year here with Steve. Let's get your general impressions on the class as you put it to bed. And yesterday on the show, you also had Ryan Day on there. Let's put uh, a bow around 2021 for Ohio State.
1: Yeah, speaking of people waking up feeling good, Ryan Day and the Ohio State Buckeyes and this recruiting class that may be not done with JT Tui Maloa still out there in play, which if Ohio State lands in, that would give them five of the top 10 ranked players in the top 247. So this is just an electric recruiting class that, um, you know, my favorite player in the class is Travion Henderson. Uh, I wish he would have played his senior year. I hate that we have him ranked number 10. I wouldn't be surprised if he was better than that. And we're talking about the number 10 player in the country. So you're, you're splitting hairs, but I, I just think he is a blue chip safety recruit. He's an elite running back. His, his junior film was, as you all have heard me say numerous times, better than anybody in the country at any position. And then on top of that, he's a 4.0 student. He's just the complete and utter total package. And I can't wait to see what he does at Ohio State. And you pair him with Evan Pryor, who's also one of the fastest running backs in the country. I think that, uh, to use the word again, Ohio State's running back room is on the verge of being electric. Um, uh, you, you look at Donovan Jackson. This is a great offensive line here. I think if I'm looking at this class of uh, uh, – uh, from 50 feet away, I, I say offensive line was the best position group in this class, and Donovan Jackson is possibly the best offensive line prospect in the in the class. And, and, and there's some great tackles, J.C. Latham, Tommy Brockermeyer, uh, Nolan Rucci, uh, Marius Mims, guys that fit everything you're looking for in that position. But Donovan Jackson is just a dominant football player. Another super intelligent young man uh, that has great feet, tremendous length, and, and toughness. Uh, and, and so, uh, those are two guys I, I absolutely love in this Ohio State class. Obviously, Emeka Kubuka is our number one receiver. Jack Sawyer is going to be an outstanding pass rusher. Mike Hall is a guy that uh, was in the five star discussion for us uh, uh, at the end and, and is one of the best defensive tackles in this class. And, and when you have A hall that's ranked number two with an average ranking of over 94, only three schools this cycle, with an average ranking per commit of over 94, Alabama and Clemson being the others. You could go on and on about this this hall. Um, If there's a sleeper in the class, maybe it's Jansen Dunn, who's kind of a six-foot-two, lanky, uh, but athletic Defensive back that I think has a ton of upside once he gets into Mickey Marotti and Ohio State strength and conditioning program. And, and so uh, I'm excited to see what this group can do when they get into Columbus. You know, Kyle McCord is going to push that quarterback room. Uh, When he gets in there and and, uh, um, J.K. Johnson and and Jordan Hancock were two of the more highly recruited cornerbacks. And and, and then Reed Carrico, what a special senior season uh, he had uh, on both sides of the ball for Irons.
0: We will have a commitment evaluation on Donovan Jackson, courtesy of Mark Porter, coming up later today. So that's an excellent tease there. And you made a point in there about the average ranking of 94 among three teams. If you're looking for a reason, there are three teams every year you can pretty much pencil into the final four now, being Ohio State, Alabama, and Clemson. That 94-plus rating is basically the nucleus of why that exists. Obviously, Ryan Day has spoken about this group ad nauseum, like we have. Did he say anything yesterday that kind of caught your fancy?
1: Well, we had him on our on the National Assignment Day show on Twenty Four Seven Sports. Just what a what a cool, just chill guy. Easy to see why he clicks with prospects so easily. And and, and him at the, he's one of the hardest working head coach recruiters in the country. But the first person he he gave uh, praise to was Mark Pantone and and the the infrastructure that Ohio state has, it just blows away so many schools, you know, and I was even, I was kind of talking to uh, a former Alabama coach and and he was just talking about the infrastructure that they have there in Tuscaloosa and how that just sets them apart from, from so many people. It's the same with Ohio state. And, And what I mean by infrastructure is, having a plan of attack of always knowing who the, the up and coming prospects are getting them evaled and getting on them early and, and, uh, 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 having good evaluators, having a plan in place that makes sure that the evaluations that you are making are are within a structure and, and, uh, 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 these guys fit what you're, you know, what you're looking for to maintain your, your, your chances of, of winning the championship. And, and I just think Ohio State's infrastructure on the recruiting side is, is uh, off the charts compared to damn near anybody, you know, outside of uh, outside of Alabama. And, and so uh, recruiting is more than just building relationships and getting kids to fall in love with you. It's also being organized with your plan, uh, 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 being organized with your recruiting board and, and the prospects that you're going after and being organized and not being late on guys. Um, and, and Ohio State is a school that can come in late on guys that maybe emerge late or or, or they're monitoring, and, and as they continue to gather intel, they start to like the player more and more. Uh, but, but they just are – all their P's and Q's are, are in a row, and, and it's because of terrific infrastructure. And then they, they just uh, have guys that form great relationships with kids as well. So that was one thing that stood out. Uh, was the, you know Mark Pantone, which everyone on this site knows, uh, what an important cog he is to the machine. And it's still just funny to me how some programs don't sometimes don't value that position, or or even pay that position what it deserves, because that position is more important than position coaches. Uh, and that's no disrespect. Uh, all they're all important to the the, the machine. I just think that the schools that put more emphasis on having great infrastructure with their recruiting and organization are the ones that are, are uh, doing the best. Uh, the other thing that stood out uh, with the conversation with, with coach day was, you know, with pandemic recruiting, uh, it, obviously he hadn't gotten a chance to meet some of these guys in, in, in person. And so he, he said it was really big to get Jack Sawyer and, and Kyle McCord in the boat early and that those were two guys that helped build the class with with Ohio State, and uh, those were also two guys that he said he kind of leaned on for character evaluations for some of the guys that they were recruiting and if they were culture fits with what they're trying to do, because if you get some bad apples in your locker room, uh, um, all of a sudden, you you know, you may be a talented football team, but you're not maximizing your potential, obviously. So uh, it was interesting to... Here, just how important Jack Sawyer and Kyle McCord were uh, beyond the the talent that they're actually bringing to their position rooms, but just as leaders and and guys that he trusted to help make sure that they are on the right guys.
0: You will not see a better example of what Mark Pantone is doing than you will with Ohio State's start in the class of 2022. 2021 was nice. They finished number two. 2022, they are number one with a bullet. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, we are back. Any recruiting class starts with what? A quarterback. And you want to have a good one. Ohio State. Class of 2022 already has Quinn Ewers in the back. He is the number one player in the country and he is a quarterback. They have the number 10 player in the country, Jaheim Singletary. You look down number 14, Caleb Burton. What an amazing start to the class. Give us a few other names we should be focused on for about 364 days from now.
1: Oh man. So they're in on so many great players in 2022. If you just ask, these prospects who's recruiting you the hardest Ohio state is generally one of the schools mentioned for these elite guys. And it just goes back to that terrific infrastructure and plan. I even remember last year when we kind of just popped Travian Henderson, on, on the, on the front row message board, uh, and, and said, Ohio state's got a great chance here. He wasn't even like one of the running backs being talked about at the time, you know, uh, in, in the Ohio state recruiting circles of, who are we in on who are we going to get uh, but behind the scenes you know Ohio State was crushing it with Travion Henderson and and he it was a guy that they loved and, and and it was a guy that we didn't have ranked as high as we should have at that time but but Ohio State ahead of the curve on on guys like Travion Henderson same same here in 2022 the guys we know about you know I think they're one of the schools recruiting Shamar Stewart the highest one or hardest when I Talked to a coach down at uh, Opalaca, Florida, Monsignor Pace. You know, Ohio State's mentioned alongside LSU as one, as one of the programs recruiting him the hardest. I think Ohio State's going to have an excellent chance at Tyler Booker. He's an offensive tackle uh, uh, from out east, but he's playing his high school football at IMG Academy. And, and uh, I think Ohio State's you know, near the top for him. Same goes with Omari Abor out of Duncanville, Texas. Uh, that information actually might be a tad bit old. I haven't checked in with him in a while, but, uh, you know, I think Ohio State's up there with, with the likes of Oklahoma. Caleb Brown, he's a young man that's uh, pretty quiet. Uh, he's a quiet young man, just goes out there and handles his business on the field. Uh, but when you do get him to talk, Ohio State's the first school he mentions. He's a top 50 overall player, one of the more electric guys in the Midwest with the ball in his hands. You know, Xavier Nwakpa, uh, Kate and Curry, those are d- uh, other defensive players in the Midwest, Xavier being a safety, Kate in the defensive tackle that Ohio State's in great shape for. They're going to have to battle for the likes of Kenyatta Jackson and Addison Nichols, whether that's with Clemson for Kenyatta and Georgia for Addison, but but Ohio State's up there. I still love the Buckeyes for Keontae Goodwin, who is the first guy you would have walk off the bus in the 2022 class uh, out of, uh, he's from Louisville. He's playing his his high school ball in Southern Indiana, but he's a Louisville native. And, you know, Nicholas Singleton, Singletary and, and Dallin Hayden are a couple running backs. Ohio State's up there for, you know, Kojo Antwee is a, that's going to be a slobber knocker on the trail at receiver with, with Georgia and Texas A&M, but, you know, Brian Hartline has Buckeyes in, in, in a good spot there. And, Dan, I could keep running. I could keep rattling, rattling off names. And the, and the great thing is, is uh, I probably would miss 15 guys that they covet inside the Woody. That maybe, like, I'm not in love with yet. But as I learn more about them, I'm gonna love them. But they already just know way more about them because they're Ohio State and their infrastructure is in order.
0: Yeah, if you want to have some fun, go to the class of 2022 top players list and just scroll down and you'll see a lot of Ohio State logos on there. I know we say this every year, but they may be off to their best start ever. I got a question for you. Urban Meyer, as the Penn State site calls, the gift that keeps on giving has added Tyler Bowen to his staff in Jacksonville. Bowen was the co-offensive coordinator and tight end coach at Penn State, and that's a position they've done very well recruiting and producing, see Pat Firemuth, et cetera. Does that hurt Penn State at all?
1: Well, anytime you lose a quality coach and a good recruiter, I mean, he's a good coach and a good recruiter. I, I don't want quality to be misconstrued as I thought he was a better recruiter than coach. He, he, you know, he was a true up-and-comer in college football, a dogged recruiter and a really good football coach that had a reputation uh, uh, um, of being really good even before he got on the field at at places. And uh, he helped Penn State win some big recruiting battles. So anytime you lose a guy like that, you know, you're going from someone that you knew was good to now you're making a hire. And, and, And so that. That, that applies to any school, right? If, if Ohio State had to get a new defensive line coach, you know would, would he would the next guy be as good as LJ or Larry Johnson time with tell. So you know we'll see we'll see what Penn State does, but I mean James Franklin's won eleven games three times there Bennett you know three New Year's six bulls uh, he's He's navigated through uh, staff changes before um, so I, I I think that you know he'll make a good hire uh, just based on past history. And recruiting is very important to them up there. You know, their recipe is a little different than Ohio State's to try and get to the same place. You know, uh, they've had some good results in the last year. It wasn't the the season that they were looking for. But you throw that out the window and it's been a pretty good run up there.
0: That's all true. But I would pay a pretty penny to get a copy of the video of Franklin when he found out Bowen was going to the Jags. We appreciate Steve stopping by. We hope he takes a long, restful vacation and comes back ready to wow us with more recruiting information. Have a good one,
1: Bucknutters. Thanks, y'all. I bet Coach was happy for him, and I'll see you on the front row.
0: Okay, picture this.